Hello, everybody. How are we doing? And welcome to another episode of the Andy and Amanda Show here on Coast to Coast. Uh, we are here, and um, I think Amanda Hello. is here. Here Hello. she is. How are you doing, babes? How's it going? <laughs> I'm doing good, thank you, sweetheart. How about yourself? I'm doing great, and uh, and welcome. It's a beautiful day here in California, and I'm assuming it's the weather's improving where you are, uh, not far from... Uh, <laughs> uh, part the Eiffel Tower, as I keep saying, the Coliseum, the um, I know, Tower right? Pizza. What are those things over there? <laughs> no, Amanda's it's actually a... outside. Yeah, you're, you're, you're two hours outside of London, we keep saying, somewhere out there. And, yeah. and, and, and how's the weather? How, how's it going over there? Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, the, uh, the weather's been crazy. Yesterday we had, I mean, it was great all day yesterday, but in between little bits of sunshine, we had snow. We had snow about four times yesterday. It would last like five, ten minutes and stop. Then we'd have sunshine, grey, snow, sunshine, grey, snow. It just kept going like that. It was really erratic and crazy. And today, no snow, no rain, just grey skies. Mm. Oh, minus two here. this morning. Oh, my God. It's gorgeous here. Been 70s, you know, blue skies. Well, typical California weather. You know, I guess we've been starting every, every day with me saying how amazingly beautiful it is here. Just about every day. And, yeah. uh yeah, I feel I should just keep playing the same audio clip. Well, it's a beautiful day here. You know. <laughs> anyway, beautiful day well, in the neighborhood. <laughs> it's a beautiful day. In, yeah, you know. Um, uh, so anyway, uh, Donald Trump is back in the news again. Ooh, my God! What's was, going on? He, I think uh, uh, Facebook, I believe, is uh, unbanning him. And also, he was on Fox News recently with a uh, with an interview regarding his um, his opinion his incredible okay. insight as to what is happening with the new Biden administration, which is doing just an incredible job. His popularity numbers are way up, higher than I think Trump's, I'm, I know higher than Trump's ever were. Um, yeah. And uh, I happen to have, here on Coast to Coast and the Andy Mander Show, we have, uh, uh, what do we do here? Yeah, we have a, uh, we, ha- we went in, we went into the world of Donald Trump down there in uh, Marlago, and we're able to get a recording of of what uh, transpired between Donald Trump, former president, and Fox News, and uh, let's take a listen to that. Okay. Uh, you know, from the beginning of this whole mess, but it's much more than 20 years. They said the worst in 20 years. Now, they, they're going to destroy our country in other ways, too, if you look at what's going on. You're going to have back to court. You're going to have uh, big tax increases. They're going to take your guns away. I mean, take a look at what they're doing with... Uh, Take a look at what's coming up, and I've predicted it all. Now, I must say, I never thought that Biden, and it's not Biden, it's other people that are, you know, putting stuff in front of us. don't think it's him. But I never thought that, I never thought that Biden in a million years would be worse. Nobody did. Would be far worse than Bernie Sanders. This is Bernie Sanders on steroids. This is what he's doing with all, and and you haven't seen anything yet. So the Second Amendment is going to be obliterated. The, and, and there's no stopping them. And, and our leadership, Mitch, isn't strong enough to stop people. Never was. That's like one of the big secrets. But he had the majority. But now that he's not in the majority, he's not uh, he's not doing his thing. He's not doing what he sh- should be doing. I would tell him that unless he learns to love some other parts of you, anatomy, that you will have to find another boyfriend. Okay. Uh, there are ways to stop 
some of the stuff that's happening. But you're going to see packing the courts. You're going to see the biggest tax increase in history. You're going to see the Second Amendment just absolutely obliterated. Our plans are not in the main computer. You're going to see many other things. The Green New Deal will be put into effect. And people used to laugh at it when it was proposed three years ago by people that knew nothing about the environment, by the way. <laughs> and they're going to raise taxes to a level and they're going to spend a lot of the money foolishly on Green New Deal stuff. That doesn't work. Thank you! Thank you! <laughs> that clip was something else. <laughs> it was so good. Oh, so man. Good. You know, sometimes you just, you know, you just, you know, you know when you nail something. You know, you know when you nail something. You ever get that oh, feeling you like you know? Oh, yeah. I do not feel it. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. We don't have a guest today. It's just you and me, uh, uh, my love, right? Am I right? It's that's just you right. Yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah. As much as I, yeah, that's yeah. cool. As much as I love having the guests and, and, and embarking upon these great conversations in different aspects of life and what people do and, and the careers and accomplishments and successes and failures, which we touch upon quite often with our guests here, um, it's great just hanging out with you, Amanda, just on the show, just the two of us, you know? Absolutely. Yeah, I enjoy but, your company, Andy. I enjoy yours, too. Can we, uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> And 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 I, and I know what you've told me. Who cares how old you are? It's how how you feel, how you look. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I told you that before, huh? You I'm, did. I'm trying, yes. I'm trying to recall mm-hmm. that. Okay, mm-hmm. my memory is short. Uh, uh, <laughs> you, you know, you're the greatest. You're the eldest statesman of humor. You deserve attention and respect. Mm-hmm. Oh, you do. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. That's very sweet. <laughs> <laughs> so true. After you. So true. After you. It's <laughs> <laughs> um, so true. You know. So, so uh, yeah. everything's going real well. You know. There's. Uh, you know. We're going to talk about the. What we always do. You know. We got you know, the vaccines. We have some fifty some percent of the population has received. I think it's fifty four has received at least one dose of something. Yeah. Anything. It could have been. You know, aspirin. I don't know. One dose of of, of, uh, of a vaccine, um, and a large population has also received two doses. The population of 65 and older has has you know uh, many, the majority of which has received. Uh, I think it's over 68 percent now, 70 percent or more have received yeah. two. Uh, Biden is going to exceed his projection of. of uh, you know, 100 million doses in the first 100 days. Uh, you know, he said, came in later and said, I'm going to double it. I'll make it 200 million. And I think he's well on his way to doing that. He's, you know, there's some proposals right now to rejuvenate the infrastructure uh, abroad. Broad, you know, the definition of infrastructure is broadened significantly. Um, you know, creating, uh, improving the highways, improving bridges, improving uh, Wi-Fi ability for everybody in the country. Um, you know, improving, yeah. you know, giving money to municipalities and localities to, to, to utilize how they see best fit in improving infrastructure in their community. Uh, the electric grid, the grid that provides electricity for every state except Texas. Um, yeah. We all know what that happened there a little while ago. Um, of course, yeah. But we're going to strengthen the grid. 
Uh, I mean, and more and more, it goes on and on and on. It's a two trillion dollar uh, proposal. We'll talk about that a little bit, perhaps, and as we go on the show, and uh, yeah. what some of the controversy is there. And of course, when we talk about mm. spending money, any, I mean, personally, any, any of us, we talk, oh boy, what's that going to cost us? You know, and we talk about a, a country which is already severely in debt, such as the United States, and we have some Republicans saying, well, you know, who's going to, when are we going to pay for that? And that two trillion dollars right now, the expenditure to support that infrastructure bill is. Uh, is supposed to be infrastructure program is supposed to improvements, let's say the improvements uh, in, in our um, infrastructure here in the United States are supposed to be complete within eight years and paid for within 15 years. And people say, well, how are we going to do that? Where's that? How are we going to do that? When you get a mortgage, you may take a, a mortgage up for 30 years, you live in the house for eight years and sell it. You know, I, I mean, there, like, there's so many different illustrations. What do you mean? How are we going to pay for it in 15 years, but do all the work in eight? Um, but all the jobs that will be created to, to, to create and manifest all those improvements in our world here in yes. the United States. It would mean millions. I mean, and, and the taxes, the, the withholding tax, the IRS withholding tax, and the, the local state um, taxes where applicable will be significant as well in those millions of jobs that will be created. All in all, it's an amazing program. And was the last time we had an incredibly, really significant, not just a boost of money put into the economy, but a boost of money which is going to be used to improve the life, the quality of life for every citizen here. And and part of the infrastructure include, includes schools and education. It, it's very, very broad. And uh, and it's about time. God damn it. Yeah. Yeah, God it is. Damn it. You know, damn it. You know? <laughs> Get a little too excited there. Sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, yeah, just for a second. You know? You know? Mm-hmm. Just, can you imagine if we didn't get hit by this this freak, this total freak. That's what Trump's saying about this guy. You know, Trump, you heard you heard him say, uh, uh, Biden is. Uh, we thought Bernie Sanders was going to be a socialist. <laughs> Biden is Sanders on steroids. <laughs> mm. Mm. Yes, right. <laughs> mm. 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 We okay. played a clip uh, last week, maybe a week ago today. Yeah. That must be, you know, uh, that we played a clip. You remember the clip we played of the um, uh, the medical advisor to Donald Trump saying that uh, she could see maybe, I mean, it's, it's, you know, as tragic, tragic as it is, 100,000 people perhaps um, perishing from the COVID you know, coronavirus, but uh, the deaths uh, beyond 100,000 probably could have been prevented. Remember we played that clip? Um, I, it's probably here. I can probably find it again. But um, yeah. the... Uh, uh, again, and you know, how many times, you know, talking about broken records with the weather, how many times have we done the broken record of, uh, of, the, of the Bob Woodward, Donald Trump call last February 8th when he said that how bad this was going to be and what the potential catastrophic consequences could potentially be? Um, yes. You know, we said that yeah. back then. Anyway, yes. yeah, you know, yes. um, so <laughs> infrastructure, money, um, quality of life, jobs, uh, unemployment, everything, everything across the board has got a lot better in this country since Biden, because the short term that Biden has been in office. So it um, certainly seems that way. Definitely. Yeah, and you know, you know, I found that I've talked to. I'm not someone who kills it, you know, but I've talked to other people as well. Yeah. When Trump was in office, you you woke up every day and just, especially here in California, because we're three hours behind. So you know, Washington is three hours ahead of us, and you you wake up in the morning thinking, what did Donald Trump do today? What did he say? And it was kind of, you know, you go to your, 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 your tweeter, your Twitter, your twat, your, your tweet. Wait, what do you, what do you, what do you, 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 you,
You figure it out, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You go to your whatever. Yeah. You know, what is it? You know whatever What's that is there. Uh, yeah. Thank you. I still can't figure out. You twit on a tweet. You twat on a you you. Tweet. Anyway, whatever. That's why I don't do the social media for this company. Anyway, um, you go there and you um, or you go to you know CNN or whoever uh, Fox News and you uh, Newsmax and you figure out what did Donald Trump do or say today. And it was, you scratch your head, you figure, how the hell, who put this guy in office? And we found out who put him in office on January 6th, didn't we? But anyway. Um, yes, we did. We did. Uh, but, you know, now, as I was getting back to my point, um, in talking to, you know, quite a few people and having conversations, um, you know, I'm not, you know, CNN, yeah, you know, whatever. You know, you just kind of go about your daily lives. The news is the news. Things happen. You know, there's the, uh, the gets. um uh, sex oh, was it trafficking or sex trafficking? Yeah, sex trafficking allegations by Representative Getz in the, in Florida. I was almost going to say his traffic violations, but it's not his sex tra- <laughs> it's not his sex traffic violations alleged, alleged, alleged. Yeah. Oh, anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, sometimes. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. Yeah. Yes. I'm the craziest of the show. I keep going on that. Andy, no We're caught in a trap. Do it. Do it. I can't walk out. Because I love you too much, baby. Thank you. Oh my goodness. I can't believe you just played that. What are you doing to me, Andy? <laughs> yes, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Yep. What uh, what what am I doing? What am I doing to you? What am I doing to you? Don't ask me. Ask China that question. Okay, China. Uh, you mean? Yeah. You should. China. No. <laughs> yes. Damn it. Yes. Mm. Mm. Thank you for that gift, Andy. But I, I want to hear. It. I want to hear. You know, I want to hear what you are. I have been expecting you. Mm-hmm. I have been and uh, waiting here yes. for what's going on. Uh, we'll come back to these are some of the subjects that I want to touch on today. I want to touch. I want to have a kind. Oh, by the way, our, our number is five one five six zero five nine eight eight eight. If you want to join, I don't know why you would want to, but anyway, if you do want to join <laughs> this conversation, you're certainly welcome to. Um, yeah, come on over. Not that we're going to take your call, but you can certainly call that number and listen in. And, you know, depending on what region of the country you're calling from, we'll make a decision as to what we should accept that call or not. No, I'm, I'm yeah, totally kidding. If we feel if, like it, you know. If we yeah. feel like it. But we value everybody's opinion, especially those that disagree with our with what we say here. And, uh, you know, I don't think we say anything. We don't make news. We're not, we're not, we're not a news company. We don't have reporters out there. And, and we, you know, we, we discuss, as, as Amanda has said so many times, and, and so have I, that uh, – that we don't, you know, all we do here is discuss what's in the headlines and provide our insight and input as to what we think those headlines mean and how those headlines uh, 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 manifest themselves into our everyday lives. What, what does it mean to us, you know, by what's in the what's in the headlines? What, you know, whether it's a, a, a matter uh, regarding, uh, you know, black lives, uh, politics, politicians, uh, the political, uh, you know, climate, the climate itself, whatever it might be, whatever's the news, we'd like to talk about it. And then furthermore, we, we, when we can, 
It's not too often, but all we can, we seek the truth. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> not that we give a damn. Uh, yeah, I know, right? You know what I'm saying? I know what you're mm-hmm. saying, sweetheart. I know what you're saying. I get mm-hmm. it. I get it. Okay. So, my darling, would you like me to share what I have for you? Mm-hmm. I yes. I'm gargling. I'm sorry. What? Okay, you carry on. <laughs> okay. What are you saying? <laughs> that was the oddest gargle I've ever heard. <laughs> In fact, you know, your voice then reminded me of that dude that on that clip where he's like, Ah, now I feel better. Did you ever gargle coffee? Good for you. No, actually, I'm not a, a coffee drinker. <laughs> but uh, well, next time I have a cup, I'll be sure to try it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go for a while. You do the news, I'm going to get another cup of coffee. But I have uh, to go out, and I will not be back until after sundown tomorrow. All right. So you take it. And you take it. I'll um, take it. You take yeah. it. Ladies and gentlemen, live from the UK, please welcome <laughs> aboard. Our co-hosts are amazingly talented, gifted, amazingly beautiful, nah. e- eclectic, eccentric, sexy. Uh, you know what? all these. You know, you know it just you know, this is. Yeah, it just you know it does just <laughs> sound of her voice. Thank you, Andy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I try. I tried. <laughs> I'm sorry to distract you, Amanda. I'm Fine. sorry, Jackie. You Fine. have to go. This is what I'm reading. First, the second, the third. This is my third attempt to get into the news. Now, God damn it, oh, you gonna do you. it or not? God damn it. Yes, I'm just waiting for you. For me, what? What? Oh, okay. I'll get, I'll, I am. I want to get more coffee to gargle. You go okay. ahead with the news, and, and uh, I will be back. Andy, can you bring me back yes. a nice drink, please? Please. Uh, what would you like? Uh, it, it, what have you got? It's a uh, it's eight twenty there, right? I've got um, yeah. I've got rum, I've got triple sec, I've got vodka, I've got Kona beer. We'll be Ooh, drinking Kona, Kona, Kona beer Kona. later in the show. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, I've got um, I got a mankini in my closet. Oh no, I got. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, you put the mankini on. Deliver me the Kona beer. We're good to go. Mm. Oh my mm. gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, I'll go yeah. get some coffee. You Thank go. You. Uh, Okay. You go. You go get what you're going to get. We'll both be back yeah. here in a couple of minutes and let our let our uh, let our listeners grab uh, a breath of of whatever or a drink. Themselves. Okay, I'll uh, I'll uh, entertain them for us. Okay. Please do. do I promise. I'll be, I'll be back. I'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Yeah, no problem. You stay yeah, here. No, no, no. Okay. You do. You do your thing. Okay, okay. listeners. Okay. You got it. Well, you you've got me all to yourselves while Andy makes his his, his cup of coffee. So. Um, okay, so let me apologize first of all if this bit of news scares our listeners. I mean, when I read it, I felt a little, you know, shaky. But <clears throat> the idea of it is certainly scary. And let's face this in a calm and positive manner. Okay, breathe with me. <sighs> okay, let's do this. So I was perusing over the news, as we do on the Andy and Amanda show. I was on the CBC News today, in fact. 
And they are reporting that the UK's vaccine advisory body is saying under 30s are to be offered an alternative COVID jab. A jab is another term for vaccination to those non-British folk. Uh, so not the AstraZeneca vaccine due to the evidence linking to its rare blood clots that's uh, occurring. So a review by the drugs regulator, MHRA, found by the end of March, 79 people in the UK suffered rare blood clots after vaccination. 19 of those people died, okay? 19. So <clears throat> the, uh, at the time, the regulator said that this was not proof that the jab had caused the clots, uh, but it said the link was getting firmer. So the regulator said, Side effects were extremely rare, and the vaccine's effectiveness was proven. It said it meant the benefits of taking the vaccine were still very favorable for the vast majority, but they conceded it was more finely balanced for younger people because the risk from COVID was so much lower. Um, <clears throat> the review prompted the government's vaccine advisory group, okay, the JCVI, to recommend that people aged 18 to 29 be offered an alternative vaccine where available. So people who have had their first dose of the AstraZeneca vaccine, vaccine should still get their second dose. Only those suffered um, one of these rare blood clots after the first dose should not get vaccinated. Uh, so that's what the MHRA said. And people with blood disorders that leave them at risk of clotting should discuss the benefits and risks of vaccination with their doctor before going for a jab, a vaccination. And nearly two-thirds of the cases of rare clots were seen in women. The people who died were aged between 18 and 79. So <clears throat> currently health ministers from the 27 EU member nations are due to meet to discuss the findings. Wow, I mean... You know, when I read that, I was nervous because I, I haven't had my vaccination yet, okay? Um, they sent me that text message. I've mentioned it to Andy on the previous show that I'm still mm -hmm. waiting for that. Hey, he's back. Hey, darling. Um, yeah. I'm still waiting for that, that text message to say, you know, go get your vaccine. But, you know, when you read something like this about the AstraZeneca one causing these blood clots, hey, it makes you not want to get it. So, um, you know, the fact that they're offering another one, the Moderna one, to um, people under a certain age, it makes you think to yourself, okay, so why am I not eligible for it? Because they're leaving out people aged 40 to 50, I think it is, and still offering them the AstraZeneca one. So a lady in Wales, a carer called Ellie Taylor, she is the first, she's 24 years old, to receive the Moderna vaccine in the UK. Um, <clears throat> all adults and children in England will have free access to lateral flow tests twice a week, starting from Friday. The lateral flow tests, known as rapid tests, give results in minutes, <clears throat> but are seen as less accurate than the PCR swab tests, which are used officially to confirm cases of COVID-19. However, our government are staying. They are reliable, and Health Minister Edward Agar said the test produced a false positive rate, stating someone has the virus when they don't, in less than one in every 1,000 tests. So the tests are aimed at those without any COVID symptoms and can be taken at home. So from April the 9th, kits will be available through several options for everyone. Um, there will be community, community testing sites operated by local authorities, collection from a nearby PCR test site during specific time windows, existing workplace testing programs, 
an online home ordering service with kits then delivered through the post and participate in local pharmacies where a box of seven tests can be collected to be used twice a week at home. So um, if you do a if you, if you get a positive test from using a lateral flow test, you will be expected to self-isolate along with your household. You can then order a second PCR COVID test, which is typically used for symptomatic cases, which will be sent off to a laboratory for analysis. And if the test comes back negative, the quarantine period is considered over immediately and life can return to normal. Um, but Boris Johnson will be speaking about that, or has been speaking about that. and. Uh, there's other plans for help and transition for the next stages of lockdown in England from April 12th. Um, and he was speaking more on COVID passports and uh, travel restrictions and so on. And I don't know if you heard about this, Andy, uh, about the Paris dining situation. No, I have so, not. So French police have launched an investigation after a private TV channel called M6 had tweeted an undercover film of a reporter entering what appeared to be a secret private dining fine dining place in what is known as a smart district of Paris that is accessed via an apartment block where window blinds were down and people were told they could remove their masks. A waiter told the reporter, once you enter here, there's no more COVID. And the video is also supposedly known to show separate undercover footage of a secret dinner party where guests paid a lot of money per head and some kissed each other up cheek to cheek. Um, a woman is also heard saying, this week I dined at two or three restaurants, so-called clandestine restaurants with some ministers. So the video itself went viral with people using the hashtag, we want names, but in, in French, obviously. Uh, they are saying that if this video is proven to be accurate, then the people involved must be prosecuted and possibly sentenced for breaking the rules in this manner. I find that crazy, right? With You know, France being in the state that it's in and the COVID gone crazy over there and there's these people going for fine dining without any concern, not wearing a mask or anything. I just think that's... Wow. Oh, man. You know, it's... it's it's You know, put a gun to your head. You know what I mean? I mean, it's, it's like... <laughs> You know what I'm yeah. saying? You, you got to yeah. wonder. You absolutely have to wonder. You really, really do. Uh, I don't get it. Crazy. I don't I get don't it get either. It. I mean, you know, I, I, I mean, I understand the one aspect. Everybody wants to have some sort of normal life again. And I get it. I do too. Everybody does. Andy does. Everybody does. But you've got to be sensible. And considering what we've come through, why suddenly just throw caution mm -hmm. to the wind in, in this reckless manner and just say excuse the language fuck it i'm doing this i don't care you know if i if i've got it if i pass it on if i get it it's just i'm gonna go out for a nice meal and enjoy myself it's like really you're gonna risk all that just for that i just i i, I don't know that's me ranting over and over <laughs> i love it i love it <sighs> yeah i mean i don't love this i love your ranting I... oh thank you Many people yeah. don't, you know. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh -oh. um, they got some branding to do. They got some branding to do. Uh, I forgot that uh, we were talking about how much we did not want people to call into the show. Um, yeah. And I didn't give them the phone number, so they couldn't do it even if they wanted not to. What? Oh. Uh, they wanted to. Whatever. 515-605-9888. Uh, uh -oh. I don't remember if I said that before or not. That is the number that gets you into our studio and gets you to be part of the show and, of course, part of this conversation. In all seriousness, do call. I mean, anytime when we're live, you're welcome to do so and just, you know, join the conversation here and, and chat about whatever you 
Whatever you want to talk about, really, anything. I don't care. Whatever, you know. Um, <laughs> yeah. What do we care? Bring it. What do we care? Yeah, bring it. What do we care? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so again, it's 515-605-9888. And also, if you want to, if you're, because we are around the world, in uh, many countries around the world, we have listeners who are listening to us live right now. And, and of course, many are, uh, I think maybe even most, as we've uh, just before listened to the podcast after we've recorded the show live, uh, in which case you can't call in. Because um, we already did it. But if you want to get it, <laughs> what do we do? I don't know. But whatever it is, we did it. The way to get in the show internationally, outside of dialing 1 is to email Andy and Amanda Show at gmail.com. And you can contact the show for any reason via that email address. Um, but Email us with requests that you want to join our conversation. We will send you an internet link that you can join over the internet. You can join this conversation via the internet. And just make sure you have a headset, microphone, whatever, any combination you know, thereof that would enable you to talk to us over the internet. Um, and we can get you on the show that way. You know, uh, Andy Demander Show at gmail.com. If not today, then just keep that uh, in mind for a future uh, conversation. If we uh, say something that might truly... Um, Excite you. <laughs> we can hope. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. I know you would. Yeah. But we we uh, take the light on me. Yeah. We. It's you know it's you know it's you know, you know here's the funny thing I'll say I forget what I say this maybe Cornell Cornell Butler is the guy by the way you have to give him kudos as much as we can whenever we can oh yeah because he's he's oh his birthday is coming up Friday by the way. Oh, Friday. Yeah. Woo-hoo. It's a birthday okay. show for Cornell. I hope he can join us. I think he's off. Anyway, he's got a birthday coming up Friday. Cornell Butler is the guy who, who introduced Amanda and I. We have never met. None of us have met. And, and Cornell and Amanda have known each other for years, and they've never met. And Cornell uh, approached me when we started, not, not long after we started the Coast to Coast program here on Block Talk Radio, um, and said, I think Amanda would be a great, a great uh, addition to your show and be a great co-host and uh, I didn't know who Amanda was Amanda didn't know who I was she started calling in I'm thinking uh, okay okay that, you know who who's that who's Amanda and you know 200 and some shows later um, here we are and, uh, yeah, and Amanda and I have never, right. have never met and you, you talk to you tell people that and they're like wow really because you know the, there's a well I've been told because what do we know that the chemistry here on the Angie Amanda show is pretty cool you know that, that you wouldn't yeah. know that we that we weren't even in the same studio, let alone 8,000 miles away, and we've never met. But, uh, <laughs> I know, yeah. it's crazy. <laughs> I, I bet if we were on a show, the Newlywood Game, that we would do really well. Well, and that's I, when... uh, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> well, what do I know? <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah. what is it? I don't know what exactly the newlywed game is, but whatever it is, I think we would. Because after yeah. all, yeah, yeah. this is the end of the show. Um, I find confidence. Do you know, uh, do you know, uh, do you know, um, do you, uh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> do you know? Wait, I got deja vu. <laughs> <laughs> I've been saying familiar. Yeah. Mm. Do you know, um, what I was going to say. The Muffin Man? No. Uh, <laughs> the Lollipop Kids? Mm, oh, yeah. No. <laughs> um, 
I was going to say um, that there was, a, there was some mass shoot. There was some mass shooting. There was some mass shooting. Yes, okay. mass shootings uh, again last week. And they oh. were, um, yeah, and <clears throat> they were both perpetrated by, of course, people who were not mentally well, obviously. But hmm. uh, putting that aside, they were, um, you know, perpetrated by folks that had assault-type weapons. In one case, it was almost an, an altered weapon converted into an assault-type weapon. And there's a rocker by the name of Ted Nugent. Did you ever hear of Ted Nugent? He's from my hometown oh, yeah. of Philadelphia. You know Ted Nugent, yeah. right? Yeah, I know Ted Nugent, yeah. So, I'm not, do you know what he's, I can't, you know, I know who, I know the name, obviously. Um, but I can't think of any songs at the top of my head that he is known for. I'm sure some of our listeners probably would say, oh, Andy, come on, this one, this one, this one. But do you, you know of any songs? I mean, no. not the bad thing, because I, I don't know any either. But I know his name. I know he's a rock and roller, right? From Yeah, that's exactly how I know him. Just as a rock and roller, you know, the name pops up. But to be honest, I've never heard any of his songs. I'm ashamed to say. Hmm. Yeah, I think I, I radio, whatever. Um, but uh, listen to this for a second. Fire in the hall. For Ted Nugent, gun control is putting the second bullet in the One same down. hole as the first. Two down. A lot of people look at the tragedy at Sandy Hook and they say something's got to be done, and they Agreed. point, and they point to, to the weapons that were used as. No. The cause. It's not the weapons. It has the weapons have nothing to do with it. These we, again, these weapons are in every pickup truck in Texas. The famed platinum selling rocker is passionate about his music, his family, and his firearms. Nugent is fiercely protective of the rights of law-abiding gun owners, and he's invited us to his 300-acre ranch in Waco, Texas, to explain why. I'll give you some real eye candy in a second here. We see oryx, wild turkey, and black buck antelope, all fair game during hunting season. Like tens of millions of Americans, Nugent grew up hunting with his dad and brothers. Guns are a family tradition he has avidly passed on to his wife and kids. If somebody close to you were killed by a gunman, would your views on guns change? Absolutely not. No, I would never turn against this wonderful tool that brings me self-defense capabilities and brings me great joy in competition and marksmanship training. Now, Deb, you climb up this platform. I'm trying to understand the nature of the hunt. But when I get up here, I'm not kidding you, I do 79 concerts, and I get up here, I strap myself in, I take a deep breath, and I sit here for six hours. So it's meditative to you? Absolute meditation. Have you ever tried yoga? I think this is the supreme yoga. <laughs> All right, fire the hole. Nugent's passion for guns and unyielding belief in the Second Amendment right to bear arms has transformed Nugent into the sometimes fanatical face of the National Rifle Association. Boy, you are a city girl. I'm, I'm such you a stand kind of like you're golfing. Right. You squeeze that trigger. Jeez. 
As he teaches me gun safety, Nugent repeatedly emphasizes that gun violence is caused by criminals, the mentally ill, and a justice system that paroles felons too soon. He believes limiting guns and ammunition will not stop tragedies like the massacre at Sandy Hook Elementary. The argument that was made is that he was allowed to kill as many people as he did because it had multiple bullets and he was able to just keep firing. Deb, the rate of fire in all these mass shootings, it's not a matter of bullets or firepower. A quail gun in the wrong hands is as deadly as this gun. People have got to come to that reality. The ability to defend his family is something he takes very, very seriously. When I'm being assaulted at my home, I and I alone, by any consideration whatsoever, will determine how many bullets I need to protect my family. Nugent has been a sheriff's deputy for 30 years and carries a concealed Glock at all times. So I want you and I to solve this problem of gun violence. There is no gun violence. There is criminal violence, and they use an assortment of tools. Let's talk about background checks. I like background checks. Yes, but not at gun shows or with private sales. A lot of people in law enforcement have to take a psychological exam before they're allowed to carry. Well, so why not ordinary citizens? I wrote Wango Tango when I carry a gun. Nugent sticks to his guns, literally. For him, the Second Amendment is non-negotiable. America, my name's Ted Nugent, and these are all legal guns, and I'm going to see that they remain legal because they're all good. I'm having some popcorn. Excuse me. I'm having some popcorn. Carry on. Share the love. Ah, ended before I thought it was going to. Excuse me. That my popcorn here. Um... Courtesy of CNN, folks. That was a CNN report, an older one, but there's a lot more, and there's a lot more we can play. I've got some other audio clips, but um, Ted Nugent insulted the intelligence of our society, just, and he continues to do so. Um, he did on, on, on a on a recent video, uh, a recent uh, I don't know if you call it, uh, you know, but his uh, one of the social media accounts. He he picked up a flashlight, and he said, this can be an assault weapon. This is what he said. I'm, I'm not quoting him. I'm summarizing what he said. This can be an assault weapon. I could take this flashlight and kill somebody with it, and therefore it's an assault weapon. He uh, said that. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And his wife, and his wife is, is right there with him. And um, an assault weapon, we define an assault weapon as a military attack weapon. Um, that was designed specifically for military use to maim and kill other people in, in an expeditious manner. They have no other purpose, and our world would be better if we did indeed use flashlights instead of weapon, uh, guns, wouldn't it? Uh, for weapons, yeah. right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Maybe, you maybe. He has the audacity to get on the media and say, and compare a flashlight to an MR-15 to an AK-47? What is an AK-47 doing in somebody's private gun collection? What is it do- what's an MR-15 doing in somebody's private gun collection? AR-15, I'm sorry. What's it doing in somebody's gun collection? And there are, there are some proponents of, of this 
and, and owning these guns, I'm sure that are listening to us in different parts of the world, the country. 515-605-9888, share your views and opinion. Um, but what do you think the chances of surviving a mass attack with uh, uh, with somebody who used a flashlight as his assault weapon versus an AK-47? Wow. Hmm? 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 Yeah? Hmm? Hmm? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> ah. <laughs> I think what you just said is very important. Thank you. Oh, yeah. yeah, because you know, you know. Uh, what I say is what I say. Person, woman, man, camera, TV. Let's just leave it at that. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's my commentary on gun control. No, seriously. Um, you, you and I have, uh, have spoken on this show previously a couple of times mm-hmm. at least about yeah. um, police officers um, or beat cops in the UK carry yeah. uh, magic wands. Uh, what, do they, what do they call them? Batten. Uh, batten is what you put in a sail. A batten creates energy in a sail. When you raise your sail, it keeps, it keeps the... Uh, it keeps the um, uh, it keeps it up. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. I just, you know, um, <laughs> I, uh, okay. Um, yeah. It's really hard. Yeah, <laughs> a, 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 a is when you raise a sail on a sailboat. Yeah, it, your sail's a, a huge, you know, nylon or dacron cloth, whatever you know, sail on it. Would go up. At, what battens are? They go in horizontally across the sail. They're also vertical battens for the for sails mm. to come up out of a boom. But they yeah. provide. Oh God, can you clean your fucking mind up? They provide. <laughs> Shake, 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 I rap, shake. No, anyway, um, no, really, but uh, uh, so, so they do, the police officers in the UK, getting back to our conversation here, they do provide um, uh, a, a, a manner in which uh, police officers, like, you call them police officers there in the UK? Is we that what do. they're? Yeah, um, and they and the and the magic and the wands or the batons, whatever you call them, um, or clubs, I guess, or clubs, and they can be used to subdue or injure somebody who's a threat. Um, but they don't. There are officers of a higher, you know, uh, carry guns there if, if need be. But you know, they are yeah. there. Um, yeah. And and the percentage of gun violence deaths, and we've heard them. We've talked about them. Some of them when they happen here on the show, if you, as you reported previously. Um, you know, it's not like guns don't exist there, but the percentage of, of guns and gun violence there versus the United States is, my God, you can't even put them on the same planet versus the same, you know, yeah. ballpark. Yeah. And so my question is why, you know, I understand gun collectors, they want to hunt. You know, guns used for sport, which I, I am not, I don't, I don't kill spiders, let alone deer. Um, mm. Guns, yeah, you know, so we're in, we're in the same, you know, uh, we're speaking yeah. the same language there. Um, yeah. But guns have no place. Guns are designed to kill something living. 
Yes. Right? Whether it's an animal or a human being. Military assault weapons and attack weapons are designed to kill human beings at times of, of military conflict, to maim and yes. kill human beings. That is what they were built to do, not to kill deer. Going, going hunting with your friends out in the you know canoe up the river there and go, uh, or, uh, you know, shooting. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love saying that. <laughs> you know, whatever it is yeah. you set out to do. We are executing uh, on our plan. Yeah, whatever that is. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, yeah. you don't need, you don't take an AK-47 to go shoot down deer, or do or hey hunters, call me. Do you? Is that what you do? You use an AK-47 to shoot a deer? Oh, I wonder if there's somebody out there who does it. Come on, folks. Come on. Um, And I know most people hear this as a podcast. But anyway, um, so my question is, why do you need an AK-47? You know, even if you have it as part of your collection, under lock and key, nobody can get it. There's no bullets in it, blah, 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 blah. And and most gun owners, most collectors are very serious and and very strong advocates of, of safety of not putting guns in the wrong hands, and I realize that. I know that. And I'm not making any kind of gross generalization that says anybody who has an AK-47 is a nut. What? I could say that, but well. Anyway, <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> um, the, um, but my, my, I'm getting to my point here is that I believe that we really do need to have a conversation um, about executive uh, orders regarding actions on uh, the use and ownership of certain uh, guns. That being said, our president, again, who I am so far, so much behind, I just, especially after what we've been through for four years, he plans to announce a new executive action on guns um, on Thursday. That's tomorrow, right? Tomorrow. Yes. Um, okay. Yeah, he, uh, he said, you know, he uh, expedited his, his intention after the two recent W shootings last month. And I'm, I'm, you know, we used to play that clip on the show. I'm not going to do it right now. But remember, I'm mad as hell. I'm not going to take it anymore. You know, oh, I yeah. just, you know, people go into a food store for Christ's sake, and they're, and they're dead because of some lunatic with a, with a homemade assault type of weapon, gun that they modified to do rapid fire, and they're dead. Crazy. Their lives are over. Yeah. You know, I mean, what? And there people say, oh, it's and this guy Nugent, this nut, comes on the, uh, and has the audacity to say. Uh, guns aren't the problem. It's the, well, you sh- I understand that. Yeah, it's not the gun; it's the person who fires the gun. But you've got to get these types of guns out of the out of the hands of ordinary citizens. They have no place. They have no place. If you disagree Absolutely. with me, call me and tell me so. Call call Amanda. Yeah. Call myself. Emails. Let us know you disagree and why. Because I'm sure if this country was all of a sudden allowed guns, then there'd be way more murders, and and I would hate to think what else occurred. Um, because everybody watches movies, everybody likes to be like a, a gangster or a part of the mafia, and they think it's, it's very cool, you know, these movies, and yeah, yeah, these guns are awesome, oh yeah, I want to be like a, um, a a boss of some sort, I want to lead a gang, and I want to do all these things. Don't get me wrong, I mean, this is just my take, I'm generalizing here, but uh, I'm not saying everybody's like that, but there are people who watch these things and want to take on that identity because they think it's cool. Mm-hmm. And it's the same with other movies and stuff. So you could argue, okay, well, is our movies to blame? Is the news to blame? Is mm-hmm. all these, these the, um, other things that, like gaming, video games, mm-hmm. another thing that popped up, is mm-hmm. violence in gaming something to blame? The truth is, the matter is, it's humans. They, we have that natural ingrained into us of, of having, being violent creatures. We are violent creatures in many ways. 
but we're also peaceful creatures. We have that ability. And I think mm-hmm. when you're, you have something so tragic taken out of your hands and you don't have access to it, you're less likely to cause as much damage to other people and even yourself. Um, and we've, we've discussed that life crime over here is crazy. The statistics mm-hmm. are crazy. And people yeah. will harm you. If they want to harm you, it's true. They will. Yeah. But we've got to be responsible to a certain degree and say, okay, well, is this really healthy for us? Do we really need this? And in today's society, how many people are walking around? I mean, I don't know these statistics, and people are going to probably throw this in my face, but how many people walk around day to day and really don't feel the need to pick up a gun? There's probably the right. percentage of that is probably bigger than the percentage of people needing to defend themselves with guns. I don't know. Maybe that's something we need to look into. No, I maybe. I, I think it is something. I'm not, there's no maybe about it. I think we really do need to yeah. investigate that further. Yeah. Uh, you know, Biden said last month, uh, following the uh, shooting in uh, what was that, Boulder, Colorado, here, uh, he said, "I don't need to wait another minute, let alone an hour, to make common sense steps that will save lives in the future." It's about time. Yeah. It's about time. These ghost guns are are handmade. Uh, uh, they're altered. They're self-assembled. Um, Firearms. They don't have serial numbers, um, and and I think uh, what Biden's going to do is take an action that would officially classify these modified guns as firearms, therefore requiring a background check to own them and buy them. Yeah. And, and this is uh, according to administration officials from the Biden uh, camp that uh, it might, he might be addressing tomorrow. Of course, we'll be looking forward to hearing that and covering it on Friday's show. Um, that move would be in line with uh, other recommendations um, from various gun safety advocacy groups who are consulting with Joe Biden and White House staffers. Um, yeah. But the administration has also been considering action in other areas that include uh, to alert law enforcement agencies when someone fails a federal background check. And maybe maybe somebody should get a heads up on that. You yeah. know, so let's say somebody fails a background check. Sorry, you can't buy the gun. But what happens yeah. to that person then? He goes out and, and modifies one, gets one on, on the black market, yeah. Gets an AK-47 and goes shoots up the school or a shopping mall or a food store or a movie theater or, or a bunch of elementary school students. Is yeah. that what they do? And But nobody knows about it. Oh, they failed the background check. Well, why don't you do something about it? God damn it. What the hell? Yeah. All right. So so this would be uh, uh, something that might um, in, include an alert to law enforcement agency. If somebody fails a background check, gun control advocates have been saying for a long time that check alerts should potentially – flag trouble or criminal individuals who are trying to access weapons. Why is somebody who failed a background check trying to access a weapon? Do we care? Well, how does the system work there, Andy? When, when you walk into a gun store, you have to have a license, right, before you can purchase a gun. Am I correct in saying that? Uh-huh. Yep. Okay. Yep. So if they did have a background, I mean, I assume they don't have background checks in place now, right? Mm-hmm. They do. Right, so if they, they, do. If they did, oh, they do. So they do have background that, and they're not cross-border. In other words, they don't, you know, the, the various uh, intelligent and um, law enforcement agencies don't really communicate with each other uh, to, a, to an extent that they should be regarding these background checks, you know, how they've okay. done, how long does it take to gun this. They suggest also a three-day waiting period now. You go to right. buy a gun. Uh, even if you pass your background check, you got to chill for three days and make sure you want this gun. Yeah. You know, okay. you know why, not, why not have a waiting period? Why, not, why, why? You need it right now? You need to go. What are you going to do? You need exactly. to go right now? Just a minute? What the hell do you exactly. need to go for right this very minute? 
why don't you go show for a while and really think if you need the gun and what you want the gun for. And we're going to further look into you and your background as well. Yeah. So I was just wondering you know, if it was connected that they could immediately tell that somebody, mm-hmm. like the name's been entered into this system and they know that this person's gone into attempt to buy a gun. So everything's registered and logged that they've gone and done that. Yeah, and and, and if, it, if they fail it, so the guy's denied access to the gun, let's say, they fail it. Who yeah. else knows that they failed it? Who else? We we need to know. Not yeah. you know, we meaning, meaning the appropriate officials in our society need to know. Mm. You know, um, yeah. Biden has acknowledged um, uh, his main legislative priority, you know, all along in passing an infrastructure package that he believed, um, you know, the timing was key in success of any proposal bills that would accompany some kind of gun control uh, act as well that might be included in that. You know, if you remember the campaign, Biden has said he would uh, task his attorney general with uh, instituting better enforcement of existing gun control laws as a means of slowing gun violence. And and let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. Just like he saw everything else he said he was going to do. Let's get this done. You know, he, he made a campaign yeah. pledge looking back, which I think we touched on at the time. I remember, uh, what was it, a, a billion or 900 million? I think it was 900 million or somewhere around there. Um I don't have the exact number, but I think it was $900 million for community gun program, you know, for community programs that would combat community gun programs. Yeah, um, anti, you know, programs that would combat violence. And um, something I think that the administration is uh, figuring out how are they now going to fulfill that conversation that Biden made uh, during his campaign. But anyway, uh, just something that you know, it's it's a little, you know, I just you hear these stories about people going into just public places where people are going about the life, whether it's students in college and elementary schools and shopping malls and movie theaters and in food stores, mm. you know, on the highway. You know, we've heard about people, you know, taking shelter uh, and shooting at cars randomly. Um, you know, years ago, we somebody on the East Coast when I was living there who uh, hit a, a cousin of his or relative, nephew of his in the back of a trunk, cut a little hole in the trunk, and they'd go around killing people. The guy would take aim from the trunk and kill people going to Home Depot, just randomly shooting yeah. and killing shopping malls. You know, so the kid's in the trunk, and the and the uncle's driving him around. They park somewhere. The kid takes aim, kills somebody, drives somewhere else, does it again, kills somebody, drives somewhere else, do it again. Um, yeah. What the fuck? What the hell? Crazy. You, you crazy. hear these stories, and it just you you got to you know. Anyway, all right. Well, it's, it's like the uh, the video games. I don't know if you're aware of the um, the gaming world, Andy. But um, mm-hmm. games like um, they're huge now. These I remember when they first came out. Call of Duty, a classic subject this is because it's gaming's become huge. People are making money off gaming now. You can you got kids that stream themselves online playing these games all day, and uh, mm-hmm. people watch them and they can give them money just for playing, just for watching them. So they're playing games like Call of Duty, and I'm not targeting them solely, you know, for anybody out there listening. I've played them in the past. I, yeah, I'm into video games. I play video games. But um, this, this one in particular, Call of Duty, this is, and the reason I mention this game is because of the story behind it that I'm about to express. So these teenagers were playing against each other online. And what happens, Andy, is you get this map come up, and you get two teams of people. And you, you obviously got a gun because you're part of the, like, uh, the army, the forces, whatever. And your task is to kill members of the opposite team. So you run around, you find each other, you shoot each other with these guns. That's the target of the game. And these two teenagers were playing it in the U.S. 
and they were talking to each other online they were getting very abusive as it is on online gaming i'm afraid to say so parents if you're listening and your kid plays floor duty or those types of games be aware of the amount of abuse from adults that children get to hear all the time because they're playing these games so they were abusing each other you know like lots of mm-hmm. f words and all the bad language and they were threatening each other. And this one guy said to him, I'm going to come around and kill you. He said, yeah, yeah, all right then. Well, this lad found out where this other boy lived. Mm-hmm. He went right over a gun and he shot him dead. Oh, my God. And that oh, really God. disturbed me, Andy, just because oh, he was raging that he was losing God. at this game with this kid. Unbelievable. And, yeah, it oh, made me feel God. sick to the stomach. It really yeah. did. And this oh, is the way it's going. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You've got you know. these things are made to look cool. They go out and get them. They they do these things. And I'm sure yeah. this, this guy's regretting it ever since. Well I'm hoping he does, but um it just goes to show you that uh, with things in the wrong hands it can just it escalate does. into something very nasty. Well we, we are bad. obviously strong advocates of gun control here and the uh, and the preserving uh, of human lives, you know. Uh yeah. You know, and and uh, through healthcare and through you know whatever we can do to make make everybody well and, and effective and happy and and live you know long lives and not be gunned down or murdered or sick or die too early of something you know we we want you know cures and medicine and and things that that you know are against you know prolonging of life we are against and uh, you know it you know it um, if you don't like it I'm gonna whoop you. Yeah, see? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, as we said earlier, Amanda and I, we don't kill spiders, you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> moving on here, the golf, the, the Masters Tournament, I, I don't know if you've heard of the Masters Tournament there, so it's the largest yeah. golf event. You know the Masters, yeah. of course you have. Um, yeah. Well, you know, the, we've talked about the Georgia election law that came down in the books recently. We've talked about that quite a bit on the program, and uh, mm-hmm. of course it's being, uh, it'll be contested in the high courts, but uh, some of the... Uh, most prestigious names in the golf world um, who are set to begin the Augusta uh, tournament uh, later in the week have spoken out against the state's new restrictive voting laws. We know, or we may have not have talked about that on the show, I'm not sure, but the uh, All-Star game, the baseball All-Star game is being taken out of Atlanta, Georgia and moved to Denver, Colorado. And of course, the All-Star game brings with it a tremendous amount of notoriety and well, from the non-COVID environment, um, you know, millions and millions of dollars of, of revenue to, to both businesses. Um, yeah. But because of this, uh, in protest to this uh, law, which restricts the right to vote, there's no other way of putting it, and I'm going to dive into it again, because we did before. We might touch it again, but as, as the uh, contesting of the bill um, moves along the courts, we'll of course talk about it again. But... Um, the, um, you know, it, it's unbelievable, but in, in, in summary, the election legislation proposes, uh, uh, I was going to say proposes, <laughs> but it now imposes um, new voter identification requirements for absentee ballots, empower state officials to take over local election boards, limits the use of ballot drop boxes, and makes it a crime to approach voters in line to give them food and water. In other words, restrict the right to vote. Okay, let's just say what it is. Let's just say what it is. Yes. But um, some of the... Um, Pro-golfers have uh, have said, um, you know, this is not America, and and they've come out strongly and protested uh, uh, this. The PGA Tour has already said it won't be moving the season-ending uh, 
Tour Championship from Atlanta this year, scheduled which, uh, for September, but the, because it's uh, made a financial equipment equipment commitment, financial com- right. commitment, providing <laughs> equipment. Say that real fast. Yeah. <laughs> equipment, e- commitment to equipment. Yes. Anyway, <laughs> and uh, charities in the local community. But anyway, um, so. We'll hear more about that, and of course, the the Masters tournament will take place in Augusta as planned. It just there's you know, some of the people participating in that tournament have come out and, and also who who would be for it? Oh, do, you, do you know something, Amanda? You know something interesting? What's that? Most of the Republicans in Georgia are against it. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Unbelievable, huh? I'm, I'm yeah. Just, I, I, I don't think I, I, I don't know how this keeps happening to me. How I'm just being shocked time and time and time again. Just when you think nothing else could shock you, something else comes along, and it's like, boom, there you go. Mm-hmm. It's like a wet fish in the face. Why? Why? And, and this is only one, uh, one, um, uh, law that's on the books designed to curtail one's ability to vote in our democratic. Society and our republic here in the United States. Uh, other states are, you know, there's 11 other states that are debating the similar issues and similar restrictions. Why is it that it's only Republicans that are considering this, and why is it only in the swing states that put Joe Biden in office? Hmm. Why, is, if this is such a huge problem, and we know the fact is widespread. Voting irregularity, voting fraud is a very, 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 very minuscule, minor issue in this country. There are far greater issues, some of the, such as some of the ones we've already addressed in the program. Am I right? We talk right. gun violence versus voter fraud. Why, why are they not talking? Why are they talking about gun violence instead of restricting people's opportunity to vote? Yeah. Look, anyway. Um, so that's being, you know, the other other states that are, are, you know, following Georgia's or are going to attempt to follow Georgia's footsteps. I do not believe, and this could be wishful thinking, but I'm pretty sure I'm, <laughs> I got the right, <laughs> that uh, yeah. this law will remain on the books. I think it will be shot down by the courts because it's obvious why. It's obvious. People have a right yeah. to vote. And instead, we should be debating and, and, and proposing legislation that makes voting easier and promote people to get out and partake in our democratic system, in, our, in, in, the, in the one process, the right yeah. to vote, decide how we govern, we, the people, ourselves. That's a process that should be promoted. We should all partake in. We should all have, be able to do so freely and easily, not restricted. Yeah. Not restricted. Why? So one party can, can now take more of a foothold than who wins? That's why. What the hell? Yeah. What the hell? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I agree with you, sweetheart. Mm. So, getting back to golf, Tiger Woods SUV crash. Remember Tiger Woods? Yes. How's he doing? Well, his SUV—he's—he's he's recovering. He's recovering, and okay. um, and people say, "Well, was he texting? Was he um, was he uh, on something?" No, he wasn't on something, and he, uh, he wasn't texting. Evidently, the crash was caused by speed driving too fast. And an inability to negotiate a curve. That's that's what has come come out. Right. Yeah. Okay. So. Hmm. 
right. we said earlier in the show that we were going to touch about touch about. We're not going to touch about. We <laughs> touch about what, Andy? Touch about touch about what? We're going to uh, what? Yeah, Matt. We're, going to, we're not going to stay away as far away from Matt Getz as we possibly can. Um, but we're going to touch upon the Matt Getz news because um, his alleged um, sex trafficking, his affair with a 17-year-old providing her funds, transporting her across state lines, and other issues, other things that he's um, battling right now. And uh, I don't, he has not been indicted, uh, but he's, he's under investigation. We'll see what happens. But uh, I don't know if anybody has uh, come across this news or this headline, but uh, or if you remember this that Matt Getz, when Trump was still in office, remember when Trump was doing all those pardons right before he left, you know, including uh, you know, Stone and, you know, all his, uh, all his criminal, uh, you know, uh, the general um, and yes. Stone and all these people who uh, either uh, pleaded guilty or were convicted uh, of various uh, degrees of fraud regarding uh, Trump's uh, campaign. Um, yeah, and Trump just went right down the list and pardoned a whole bunch of people. Uh, well, Matt Gates also sought a preemptive pardon from Trump, but the uh, okay. request was not considered by the Trump campaign. Right. Uh, interesting. Interesting. Why would he? Why would he want a preemptive pardon? Why, why would he go said and say, hey, "Can you please give me a pardon in case I'm convicted of something someday?" <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you know, just you know, you sign yeah. your name. You know, easy thing. Anybody comes to my door and knocks, sir, we have a warrant for your arrest. You're indicted for, for traffic violations. I mean, excuse me, for uh, sex not traffic violations. I did it again. For sex trafficking. Um, yeah. Yes. Um, uh, can you imagine uh, in the final days of uh, Trump's term, um, you know, there were lawyers for the president that told me he should not pardon himself. You know, Trump wanted his own pardon or any Republican yeah. lawmaker. Yeah, that would that really would not look good. That would <laughs> no, <good>. it wouldn't. <laughs> but but uh, you know, imagine. Well, you can't indict me. Ta-da! He pulled something out of his hip pocket and said, "This, this is American Idol." No, here's <laughs> 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 my get out of jail card. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't read this. This is yeah. American. No, um, and he said, "This is you know, pull something out of his hip pocket." And remember. When you pardon somebody as president, you don't have to disclose who you pardon. You don't have to make it public. There's no law that says you have to you know, tell anybody who you pardon. So there's some really? speculation that Trump may have signed pardons for his family and himself um, hmm. that for future consideration. You know, just not told anybody he did. And if he did, it's never been done. No president has ever pardoned himself. <laughs> Give myself a pardon. Case, I guess it's only the first time, right? <laughs> imagine, you know, you run a red light. You know, you yeah, pull the yeah. pull up, cop comes up to you, serves uh, insurance, license registration. Uh, I don't have to present that to you, officer. Uh, yes, you do. Well, let me be in my pocket and tell you something that says I don't. <laughs> I'm the president, and I got me a presidential party. Hell, God damn it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, um, but anyway, uh-huh. that wouldn't look too good if Trump pardoned himself for other people. I know, so, right? Gates' first push for pardon was reported uh, previously by the New York Times, and mm. it, clo- it came during that, those closing months when Trump was issuing all those pardons. Um, but he didn't do it. Yeah. And Gates, you know, by the way, you know, I, I want to emphasize that we're not saying you know, that he was guilty of anything here. These are all allegations which he's denied. 
mm-hmm. and you try to portray the sex trafficking investigation as uh, connected to again an alleged coercion plot against him. Right. You know, come, yeah. come on. Come on. You know, and the person who he uh, uh, who he said uh, was extorting the night. You know, the guy said, "What? Extorting <laughs> gates for anything? What? <laughs> what? What the hell?" So it's interesting to see what happens. There's a, a, a Republican, and I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but when I say Republican, I'm not demeaning Republicans. He's a Republican, strong ally, strong supporter of Donald Trump. Yeah. Um, and, you know, not that one thing means anything to the other. You know what I mean? It's a, he could have, yeah. it could be, I don't, he could have any occupation or, or, you know, whatever he does in, in life. It doesn't matter if he's a, a, a Congressional representative or not, you know, you, cross, you take a 17-year-old across state lines who you have an affair with or allegedly have an affair with. You pay that person yeah. money, give them gifts, pay their expenses. It's it's child sex trafficking is what it is. Yeah. I don't care what you do for a living. That's you know, and you can go to jail for life for doing that. Yeah, for life. Yeah, for life. So we'll see what how that you know happens and how it progresses and that invest, investigation continues. Yeah. But anyway, I agree. On, there we go. On we yeah. Go. You know, it's so sad the so, times we live in. Really, it, it it is it is it is. You know, I I, I look at it two ways. You okay. know, I, when I think about what we talked about in this show so far, people getting yeah. killed by guns, uh, COVID, the the restaurant, the the underground uh, restaurant in Paris. You know, people walk in and you walk out with the deadly virus. Um, you know, you, you know, but they're they're the good, the good thing is, the good news is that I think that this country of ours, after four years of, think of the appropriate word, I probably would wouldn't do it justice, um, four years of Trump, I'll leave it at that. Um, we're really coming around. We're, we're coming yeah. around, and, and I feel yeah. good about things. I, I, as an American citizen. I'm, I'm more relaxed. I can breathe easier. Uh, as I said earlier, me, again, as, as an American citizen sitting here, uh, maybe I'll stand for a minute. As an American citizen standing here um, <laughs> or doing whatever I happen to be doing at the moment, it's like, um, I'm, I'm breathing uh, easy. You know, I'm feeling better. You know, I'm feeling better. So Good, good. That's what I like to hear. Yeah. What is the, let me ask you a question. What yes. is the perception because, you know, again, we talked a lot over the year uh, about the perception around the, the globe. We, we have an international audience in the show, around the globe, mm-hmm. um, of what people perceive America to be at that given time. You know, what's going on in America, the, the, you know, the administration, the leadership, the policies, uh, our, our stand in the world as, as, a, as a supposed leader of the world what the perception was, what was going on in America at the time. Do you sitting there, or standing there, or gargling your coffee, um, <laughs> uh, perceive or get a feeling, just get a feeling, just from your life, that America is being perceived differently now than it was you know, several months ago before Biden came into office? Do you, do you feel a difference? Oh, you feel yeah, definitely. And like I said, well, I guess I can only go on my feelings and, and what you hear from other people, but the energy's definitely changed for sure. And I know people feel that in the U.S. Um, I think there was a lot of um, anticipation with Biden getting in, mainly for political reasons to do with um, 
the economy for us because of how Biden was against us leaving uh, Europe um, and he, he supported uh, the EU and he said that he would withdraw certain uh, agreements with us and uh, stop certain things from happening with us in terms of business should we play the cards a certain way. So there was anticipation with, with Biden getting in for that reason. Other than that, I think people were pretty much excited to have somebody other than Trump because from everything I heard, a lot of people here, a lot of people did not like Trump and what mm -hmm. he stood for and his arrogance and, and the way he was treating his people. And, you know, there was a, a lot of talk that Boris Johnson was just another Trump. But I think he's proved in many ways that he isn't. But at the time when he first got in and the things he was saying just before he got in, that, yeah, he was like Trump. Um, so in terms of the effects of Biden getting in and uh, the bills and, and policies that he has, I think we're, we're seeing some value in that, especially with the, the green side of things, because obviously this country and many parts of Europe are trying to move to a healthier um, global warming situation. And so that's always been a big key for us. And, um, you know, watching him change certain things within the U.S. that is uh, benefiting, benefiting the people in terms of financial support and the way he's dealing with this COVID situation, I think it's safe to say that we admire his efforts for this. There's still a bit of confusion with this, this whole energy thing that he's... He, um, planning, uh, is it selling um, electricity or something to China so that they, mm. they have a control of the um, the energy board, is that right? Something mm -hmm. like that. Yeah. Um, yep. So there's, there was concern about that, you know, that China could end up screwing the US over and saying, okay, well, we've got control of this, you're screwed, blah, blah, blah. Um, but that's the usual speculation and fears, you know, between countries, especially with, with Russia as well, and Russia and China getting a bad name all the time. Um, so, from our perspective, this move with Biden has been um, a great thing, apart from the economy, because people are still unsure what's happening about that, and Biden is still appearing to be a bit edgy with that situation. I'm hoping that he does us a favor and helps us with certain things. Um, in terms of trade and business, but we, we shall see. We shall see what comes of it. But we're definitely yes. much happier yeah. that Trump isn't yeah. part of the picture. Yeah, I think no, I think no. the world is I think the world is a happier place right now. I think the world is yeah. a happier place, especially yeah. we like the United States. Um, the um, covering sports here, we we talked about this briefly that we're going to do. I don't know if we ever did mention the fact that March Madness is over. The NCAA. Uh, national basketball title has been awarded based on an amazing victory uh, by Baylor University as they routed out Godzilla uh, to win. Godzilla? No, <laughs> Baylor. What do you call that school up in Oregon? Got Baylor beat Godzilla? Nah, that would be a great movie, wouldn't it? <laughs> it you know, would. Versus Kong versus Godzilla. Now Baylor versus Gonzaga. Sorry about that, but I didn't mean to insult her. Gonzaga. Uh, Gonzaga had an undefeated season going into the championship, and they had a dream of going undefeated all the way and winning. Baylor routed them to win its very first NCAA men's basketball title and end um, Gonzaga's dream of a perfect season. Um, the Baylor Bears won their first men's basketball title, and the score was 86 wow. to 70. And mm -hmm. um, they, uh, the, uh, Gonzaga, Godzilla, Gonzaga, um, 
uh, showing, I think, a little bit of weakness as they hung on to beat UCLA uh, versus yeah. other, uh, you know, the uh, you, here in California. <laughs> you, we, we had two. We had two California universities here. We had USC, University of Southern California, and we had UCLA, University of Los Angeles, um, and the uh, dream here was, wow, the two of them facing off, you know? Yeah. That would have been, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, University of California, LA versus University of Southern California in a championship game. Wouldn't that be great? But Gonzaga beat um, USC handily. I thought USC was looking great. Of course, I'm a huge fan of USC. But anyway. uh, Yes, yes. So, you know, we have listeners who are into sports and basketball. I I personally am not. I kind of get involved in the... uh, and the playoff games, whatever the sport might be, that's when I kind of tune in, except football, which I follow like religion. Um, <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> uh, and uh, ping pong, follow ping pong. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, oh, awesome. yeah. Mm-hmm, thank you, thank you. Um, <laughs> anyway, so uh, Bears win, um, ruin a 35-game Gonzaga win. And you know, I I was wondering who the hell is Gonzaga? What? I, I just I never what? Who are they? It's a uh, was founded uh, in the 1800s as a Christian's college, you know, and uh, they're up in Oregon, and it's uh, you know, so it's supposedly it's a good good college, a lot going on there. Obviously, a great basketball team, and yeah. uh, and they had a wonderful season, deserve to be congratulated for the magnificent season they had. Uh, however, I'm really glad that they were one. Yeah. Also. In sports, Major League Baseball got underway. Hey, hey, oh. hey. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, so it's baseball again. Most stadiums, as a matter of fact, I think every stadium um, in the country has a um, has something like a 20% occupancy somewhere around there, except take Texas where they no mask and everybody can come in. Oh, yeah. boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hmm. You know my thoughts yeah. on that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Major League Baseball is back, and when you know really important issues and things happen, and major upsets and things, we'll we'll talk about that. baseball some more as our program uh, continues. And you know, I'm just trying to think about news items that we have uh, neglected here. Oh, I know we've neglected so far. What? Hmm. We've neglected the fact that there's no we're we're over a little over a year since covid lockdowns uh, were mandated yes. Yes. and we're expecting this huge huge sudden increase in population know what i'm saying 9 months later yes never happened mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah Yeah. Ever bring a woman to an orgasmic response? Didn't happen. Well, well that's sad. <laughs> <laughs> I feel sorry yes. for them. Yeah. Yes. No. My, my condolences. Yeah. What, yeah. And what, what they're saying is, uh, oh, you know, my revenge is complete. Oh. <laughs> uh-huh. I see. Yeah. There was something going on somewhere. It, it didn't happen. But instead, yeah. you know what did increase? You ready for this? What? Strangely enough, the the purchase and use of sex items and toys purchased online and the internet 
Whoa. Had a huge had a huge boost. Wow. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, people really did get bored. Yeah, it's saying <laughs> according to an article in um, in uh, Cosmopolitan magazine, uh, it's been a half a century since the sexual revolution, and and people waiting for version two, you know, uh, of that of that new sexual revolution, which is supposed to include, you know, more uh, more. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, more than that. Yeah. You know, the casual hookup. You know, the casual hookup um, is 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 supposed to be a less of a thing right now. Right. God, when I was when I was in my heyday, what what's a you know casual hookup? What what? No, I know, right? I mean, it, it must be uh, difficult. No, I mean, people are just dating in a whole new way, aren't they? They're getting together in a whole new way, and uh, most of it takes takes part online. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, it's, it's a weird time, a weird time, and how life has had to bend to this this whole experience, this whole year, this transition in every aspect. So. Yeah, that that doesn't surprise me about the um, uh, the sex boys. Yeah. 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 <laughs> wow. Well, I guess mm-hmm. if people are enjoying themselves, that's the main thing, right? Anything to, that's what's important. to get through this difficult time and uh, keep things up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it seems like you know, when you look at, you know, lockdown was like a reset for so many aspects of our life when you think about it. You know, there are some folks that have gained behavior problems from lockdown, and even when lockdowns were completely lifted and life slowly but surely returned to some sense or look of normalcy, that some of the behavior patterns that we engage in and learn, that we're forced to learn and engage in during lockdown will be a further, um, you know, further utilized in people's lives, you know, far, you know, far after lockdown, you know, far after yeah. this uh, is behind us. You know, dating apps, you know, dating apps, online, online dating, uh, online um, sexual activities, you know, mm. um, yeah. have taken a huge boost. You know, people having, uh, 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 I don't know what, what uh, internet, they call it, I don't know what the proper word is, but internet sex, or what, I think there's a word for it, I don't know what it is, but, you know, but oh, people okay. have, there's a word for that, what's that called? Not you know, I don't know. Oh man, you know, our listeners probably know this, Andy, it's called blah, blah, blah. Anyway, I don't, I don't know what, what it is, but I'd love to find out. Anyway, uh, <laughs> you and hey, baby. people, darling. Hey baby, you know, hey, you're looking mighty fine, mighty fine, mighty fine. <laughs> Yeah, you know, people, you're looking at, what are we looking at over 12 months of complete isolation? Yeah. Uh, realizing um, they were less about pursuing satisfaction than they were about, uh, you know, pursuing pursuit. You know, pursuing yeah. pursuit. Think about it, you know? Yeah. 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 Interesting. Interesting. Well, I wonder yeah, if we'll I mean, be... Mm-hmm. Yeah, go on, go on. No, no, I just... Go ahead. Uh, I insist, I insist. On what? <laughs> uh, on you speaking. <laughs> oh, 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 okay. Um, 
the um, no, but it'll be interesting to see what um, you know. Just looking at you know, in a more general sense, uh, what behaviors, what activities, what we accept now as social norms, which have been instituted, instilled, and injected into our lives as a result of the Corona epidemic, the SARS virus that will continue to manifest themselves into um, behavior patterns in our society as we move forward. It's going to be pretty interesting. I'm I'm sure there are many people out there who have the the whole idea of online dating and, um, I guess, online sex um, as Mm -hmm. something to be frowned upon and then maybe find themselves, okay, in this situation where COVID is a huge deal, I'm suddenly, you know, needing this relationship or that type of thing, and um, suddenly their their opinions change because they're they're doing it themselves. And I'm sure there's many people out there who who are in that that boat in that situation. And you know, what mm-hmm. they did judge once before, they don't judge anymore because they're doing it. Yeah. So uh, yeah, um, life has changed dramatically in that sense. Everything's been shifted online. Sure. It has, and it's something I want to talk about further. I know we're winding down on time here, but I want to also, before we wind down uh, completely, uh, as much as we can, we like to keep our listeners, although they can do this on their own, but something we've addressed here almost every show, and we need to do so, uh, with respect to the the 570,260 lives that have been lost due to the coronavirus epidemic in this country alone. Um, mm. uh, you know, there's you know over half a million people died. Uh, as a result of coronavirus, yeah. uh, not all had under, you know some had underlying conditions which would not have killed them, but the, directly attributed to the coronavirus, 570,260 lives have been lost. You know, fathers, mothers, sisters, brothers, daughters, sons, uncles, aunts, um, and so forth and so on. Individuals who had lives that would have been living but were struck down by this incredible, horrific crisis by this virus. Um, Yesterday, in the U.S., 906 people died in the United States. This is what scares me. Okay, what it is. You ready? In yeah. Brazil. In Brazil, yesterday, we had 906 deaths in the United States. We had uh, 20 deaths um, in the U.K. 20. 20? 20. Wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. Here's a scary number. You ready for this? Yeah. In Brazil, 4,211 people died oh, during the same period. My goodness. Oh, I'm so sorry. Two years ago, the United States, 524 deaths. UK, 26 deaths. Brazil, 1,623. Up to date, you're on the Andy and Amanda show. I don't have Brazil. It's going so fast that it's a blank. It's it's not, the numbers aren't coming in. Um, Is it uh, it true that Mexico's on their fourth wave, supposedly? Mexico, uh, yeah, well, Mexico, yeah, Mexico... Uh, yesterday at 252 deaths. The day before, they had 136 deaths. So far today, as of uh, 27 minutes ago, um, 603 deaths in Mexico. Uh, wow. But yes, Brazil, Brazil, yes, yes, to answer your question. But uh, Brazil's a scary one, though, because what, you know, historically, we can look back and see what has followed Brazil. People, you know, they just cannot control it. And what's even scarier, well, this is, no, a death is a death. The death Due to this is a death due to this. I don't care how old you are or what sex yeah. you are or what yeah. you do in life, right? But, but, but it, it primarily, and we all know that, primarily it's, it's, it has had grave consequences to seniors, 
to grave consequences to seniors with existing conditions. Um, the healthcare workers who were treating uh, folks in ICU and hospitals, um, and of course a, a, a great deal of general population as well. But the, the scary thing is, is the new demographic that's being part in Brazil is that 34 to 60 age range. And right. people are coming out, they're partying, they're social gathering. What you said about Paris restaurant in your earlier part of our show, we're seeing that. And I just am very hopeful, and my fingers are very, very crossed. I'll keep them crossed, well, not really, but you know what I'm saying, figuratively, <laughs> um, yeah. um, that the Brazil pattern does not uh, manifest itself in the world population and watch these numbers start to skyrocket. Even though vaccines yeah. are out, people are feeling better, people are doing more restaurants, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. We'll talk about that some more. Friday show. Cornell Butler is the is the guy who made this show possible. It's his birthday Friday. I want to invite everybody, Cornell friends and buddies. I know you're listening in. Call us on Friday. Let's all wish Cornell a happy birthday on Friday. Um, Absolutely. And Amanda, this has been an absolute pleasure. It's been great hanging out with you for an hour and a half. You know, and just I know, hanging out, right? talking about things. You know, it's been really wonderful. It's been really great. I love it kind of reminds me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I remember we used to have a five-day-a-week show where we kind of just hung out together and just talked about what was on our minds and just whatever it was, and that was kind of, you know, a lot of work, so we had to scale it down. But uh, it, it, this, this has been wonderful, and I really enjoyed it. And uh, Oh, me too. Me too, I hope, our, I hope our listeners have. We have a few seconds left. Think of some Amanda. Okay, on behalf of Randy Kimball in Hollywood and myself somewhere in the UK, thank you so much for joining us. Stay safe and keep smiling, and uh, join us Friday for Cornell's birthday. Woohoo! Yeah, take You care. bet. Same time, folks. Take care.